We will step into the light so you can stand in the darkness. We are Awesome. And this is Bay Watched, an homage to Buns, Babes, Hunks, and the Hop. So they notice, which it, which is interesting, what people notice is whenever he takes a photo with like, I think it was specifically female fans or female other female actresses, like co-stars uh-huh. and stuff, he never actually touches them. Like he stands and he kind of has his hand behind their back. But he never he never touches them. Is that because he thinks girls has co- girls have cooties? Yeah, he's, he's too embarrassed. He, he he's low self esteem. He's upperhanding them all. So and that was that's uh, that was much appreciated in this Me Too movement that he wasn't putting his hands on mm. people and invading their space without their permission. Well, putting their hands like, on the body. He doesn't like touching girls though. That could be that too. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So there was a lot of like good stuff that came out. So, now yeah. now I'm waiting for the for female fans to be upset that. I took my picture with Keanu. He didn't even touch me. Right. Ugh. As opposed to, have you seen the chart of Leonardo DiCaprio's age and his girlfriend's age? Does it keep getting further and further apart? Hell yeah! His, his age goes like a bar going up, obviously. And his girlfriend's ages go like... It goes like... Because each year the girlfriend gets older and yeah. he gets older. So it's like, first girlfriend, she's 26... He's 30, you know. She goes 26, 27, 28, drops to the next girlfriend. 25, 26, 27, 28, drops to the next one. 22, 23, 24, 25, drops to the... <laughs> it's like a roll. Well, you want to know what funny is? If it started out because, you know, when he's 18... I yeah, know. I was wondering if it was going to be a straight line at like 23. Well, what if, when he was 18, and then he was dating like 30-year-olds. <laughs> he was dating like 18, 40, you know. He was like dating, and then like they just have crossed. Yeah. As he's gotten older... The, you know that's true. I can see I, that would been good. There, there, there's a straight line at like 26. Just a straight line going all the way across to 26, and he starts at 18, and it just goes past and just keeps pretty going much, up. pretty much. If you see the chart, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, he just likes high school girls because you know high schoolers, man. I keep getting older; they stay the same age. Man, that, I wish people quoted that line more often. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, LJ. Alright, we are now on to a great episode. <laughs> Maybe the best of the yeah. series. I couldn't remember the title. Oh, the episode is The Sky is Falling. Season season 1, episode 6. Sky. Oh, the Sky the, is Falling. Yeah, the plane. Oh, because the plane. <clears throat> Here we go. Even though, okay, this is IMDb part. I don't remember parts of this happening, but maybe I just... Missed? Missed. Okay. <laughs> Mitch takes Gale to court to keep the custody of Hobie. <laughs> Wait, nope. what? <laughs> that doesn't happen. You know what? Actually, reading it, I think when I finish this, I could come back and talk about that. Okay. Cause I, well, I, two I, to three episodes before this episode, they decided to not go through court anymore. Right, right, right. But I, I think I know what they, but I'm going to be means by this. Okay. okay. And then we get the good part. <sighs> After their plane crashes, two robbers attempt to retrieve their suitcase uh, full of stolen money from the ocean. Captain Thorpe joins Eddie and Shawnee on their shift. So this is this is three. Uh, this this is the first Baywatch episode that has three plot lines. And it's, it's robbers. Okay, that's marginal. Okay. okay. Um. Okay. So for the court thing, what I'm thinking of right now, because this one had the because wasn't this one the one where they're in Mitch's office? And 
Craig comes in and has lifeguard stuff, and they're like, "He's not. You're not going to dress up for this." I wonder if they don't mean like go to physical court, but mean like they were going to have a meeting of the lawyers. But then Gail's lawyer never shows up. Right, Gail's lawyer never shows up. Wait, Wait. no, that was I thought a couple episodes ago they no 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 no, 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 I'm no, saying no, they no. were meeting in like Mitch's office. No, that was last episode because I remember Gail's lawyer doesn't show up. And he gets up, they're like, we're waiting for the other lawyer, and they get the phone call that the boat is gone. So that was last episode. Oh, you're right. So then, so then, not, maybe they cut, maybe, maybe there was a montage I missed of them going to court. <laughs> I mean, there's definitely, there's definitely a custody issue in this episode, right. but. But no, no going court. to court. Right, and I mean, and you're right, there was the, the episode with the island where, where Craig was in a show, because I remember Craig shows up in his lifeguard stuff, and yeah. I was like, seriously, you're not gonna dress for it, like, that's what you get when you hire a, a, a lawyer who's also a lifeguard. Yeah, who's also your employee, so you should have just given me the day off so this I can get ready for this. good actress because I hate her. What's that? <laughs> I said this lady's a good actress because I hate her. But it could be more what she represents. But that's okay. <laughs> okay, so anyways. Um, let's focus on something that I didn't hate as much, which is... Um, well, you didn't watch the Baywatch, you know, lifeguards TV show to see a drama about child custody no, unfold. No. Well, let's talk about the part where Captain Thorpe decides to join Shawnee and Eddie. Well, because Captain he gets Thorpe a, a different um, personality this episode. Yeah, okay, he went from being an asshole who hated Mitch. Yeah, to all like, oh, Mitch, come on, put me on the beach. I, I demand it. And I he's like, oh, believe it. He, well, no, yeah. my question right here is. <clears throat> Didn't Captain Thorpe want Mitch to let Al go, Al, the guy from the pilot yes. episode, because he was too old? Now he wants to go work on the beach? Yeah, I think he's on MDMA or something, because he was really happy. <laughs> well, his... He, okay. Maybe, maybe he got lucky the night no, before. This is here's who he is. He is a Ghostbusters fanboy, who's <laughs> far too focused on his youth and what he used to be and who he used to be, yeah. and he feels he's lost touch... With who he was because he had to go out to, he and Mitch had to go out to save the, the, the boater, the, the, the plane, plane survivors. Yeah. Uh, and he, uh, he got a cramp? No, that's way late in the episode. What did he do that makes him go? Nothing. Oh, just being on the water. No. Just, just, just saving them. Made I him thought there was something about like, Okay. Yeah, because him... He's like, like, you got the sand in your toes. Oh, that's right. It was, it was sort of because It was just at the beginning when him and Hoff are in the truck or so, or like something like that, he's right? Sweeping. He's yeah, sweeping. Yeah, it starts out because he's at his his very first um, lifeguard station, which we find out uh, he was the first person to ever use that station. He was there when it was put in. Okay. Yeah. There are some great lines, though, in this that I thought were great. Like when Sean goes... I always want to know the history of the rescue devices or whatever. Like, I was like, man, this is, I was like, that was a really good, like, she did really good. They both, both of them did yeah. really good at just playing about how annoyed they were that they were stuck with him the yeah. whole episode. She's like, I bet you, I bet you the other life better really enjoy this history lesson. <laughs> My favorite part was the dude who's just, sta- the, the muscly guy who's just standing in the middle of the beach by curling dumbbells in the middle of things. That, that, guy's, guy. that guy's a beefcake, and he'd drop like a rock. He, he, Muscle does not flow. He would sing. <laughs> Gosh. Yeah, I would have honestly loved this episode more if half of it, at least, 60% of it, was actually just based on the three of them dealing with something. Because the other favorite part was Eddie 
being three feet away from his captain, like flirting with that girl and helping her with her zipper. Yeah. It was, he wasn't behind the tower. He wasn't off in the distance where he couldn't be readily seen. He was right there where his captain could see him. The funny thing was, the captain's like, oh yeah, don't pull this Rapunzel crap on me. Um, I'm pretty sure the girl probably legitimately asked for his help. Like, maybe. Well, we, we know that from, from watching stuff with Eddie. Eddie's not one who goes out of his way to actually try to... The girl... What we've seen from him is the girls are the ones who try to go out of their way to get... To flirt with Eddie. Eddie yeah. doesn't try to go out of his way to get what's flirt with the girls. Because shining personality just draws them in. He's a, <laughs> oh, a I, moth you know to a flame. There was a note I made from our last episode, that which is... Eddie's a baby. Yeah. Oh, he throws tantrums. He's yes. a super, like, sour, just... Yeah. Like, I mean, he's one of those ones where it's like... Where it's like... What? I have to work with Shawnee? I'm gonna quit this job unless you change your mind. She's a, feels <laughs> she's like, a pretty blonde girl. Yeah, I had dinner with once. I have to work with Erica Ladyac. Yuck. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Well, so okay. Before also, we, before okay, we, okay, we're on that. Okay, I love the, the sign on the theme. Yeah, the theme song. Everyone else, when it shows their name, it shows them, like, doing something normal. <coughs> yeah. For her, it's totally a, her hair's all drastic. Because, <coughs> I mean, you know, for, like, Eddie, it shows him, and then it might show him, like, running up the beach or something. For Hoff, it just shows him, like, you know, it might be showing him, like, swimming out to something. Like, it shows all of them doing, like, normal things. Yeah. And for hers, her hair's all styled differently, and she's just strutting up the beach. Yeah, it's like a photo. Oh, yeah, she, yeah, yes. And I'm like, her hair's different. I was like, I noticed it this time, I was like... Man, it is a photo shoot because her hair isn't even close to the same as Shawnee's is yeah, in the no. show. Well, so I think LJ and I were talking about this before we started this record. I think the big problem with this episode is the tone is so diametrically opposed, right? You've got a heavy family, divorce, custody yeah. portion. And, and then you've got, I actually forgot about the three you've got the dopey uh like cartoonish robbers oh my god yes. and then you've got and i actually forgotten about the captain thorpe stuff yes. then you've got this other semi-comedic um uh tone with like oh we've got to be we're yeah. stuck with the boss so the yes. captain thorpe shawnee and eddie story arc those felt, two tones at least fit the, well, the, the, I, would say, I would say those like the, the three of them being set, felt felt very more baywatch-esque yes. type yeah. of storyline like it felt more like okay this is something they would do and they're but the robbers okay the the plot of the robbers as far as like the money being left, left in the ocean very baywatch but the characters themselves were insane yes. they're really corny so just for our listeners at the beginning of the episode, a plane crashes. The sky okay. is falling. Yeah, a, a little, a little prop plane, a little two seater um, Cessna or something. They rescue them. The the the, the passengers uh, are acting almost like husband and wife or boyfriend and girlfriend. You find out that they're actually coworkers who've who've robbed some uh, a million dollars. No, I think that they were in a relationship though, because she says, that "Oh, one, that's right." Yeah, because at one point she says. I want to my cabana boy. I want I want her, like I want my Latin lover, my hot land lover, and or, he yeah. goes and he's like, I thought I was your lover. Yeah. So the plane crashes. They were rescued. They had stolen a million dollars from their boss, and they were planning to fly to Acapulco. Well, their bank. I mean, they worked for a bank. So yes, their boss, but they worked for a bank. Okay, they said that. Our boss, Mr. Whatever, is going to notice the money's gone, but I didn't realize it was Yeah, because they say something about so-and-so National Bank or so-and-so okay. bank. Um, so they've stolen a million bucks. They're planning on going to Acapulco. They, 
the plane crashes inadvertently and they lose the money um, in a suitcase. In a it's suitcase. In a, yeah. And then somehow they already planned that the suitcase would fall into the water so that they set a a a CO2 charge so that it could be reinflated and come Well, I wonder if they just that was a precautionary measure in case something happened where the they had to like dump the suitcase out of the plane for some okay, reason, yeah. or they were going to hide it in water later and go retrieve it. Well, they said it. something about we were supposed to ditch this somewhere. Yeah, so I, I I think that was more of a... Like, they did have some plan to do something they needed a way to retrieve it. I guess I just yeah. didn't understand how they didn't... I mean, I was so annoyed with how many clips we had to see of the damn suitcases floating in the water. Yeah. I can't, I mean, every time I was like, are they going to find it? Is something going to happen? Well, then the, and nope. the birds were attacking it. And I, and I was just like, in my head... Dolphins again, were playing with it? <laughs> yeah. I was, I was just waiting. I was like, okay, they went through all these other ways of... I mean, they had scuba gear. They, they went through all these other things to try yes. to find, find it. Yeah, they didn't just think of trying to go up and down the... To see if they found if it floated down somewhere, like right. I just didn't get it. Well, like, I the problem was they and the, pro- the they pro- were using the scuba stuff because they thought that it was sunk because they didn't realize that the device that they used to that he'd planted so that it would pop to the surface yeah. had worked. It was remember they he did nothing's coming up and then they finally like give up and they take off and then it like pops up to the surface like right. six feet behind them but their their backs are against it. Yeah. So they were obviously like like. The world's stupidest criminals. Yeah. Right. And it just, it, it annoyed me a ton. Yes. Because, I mean, we're, we've dealt with criminals, we've dealt with, but we've dealt with, you know, crazy jet skiers and pirates and all these other, like. But these were like, oh, Frank, you lost some suitcase. Oh, you crashed the plane. Why did I ever hitch my name to you? Oh, you're the awful, you're the worst. Oh. oh. I could have had so much more. We should have just gone to the border instead of flying there. No, oh, it was annoying. I, I, yeah, I think that was the hard part, is that you had such an annoying, over-the-top comedy part to it, and then you had Mitch and his ex-wife dealing with taking Hobie to Ohio. I also don't yeah. understand but, why they didn't drive to, to Mexico. Yeah, but, but again, so, for our listeners, Mitch and his ex-wife are having this deep and heated argument about... Uh, the custody battle. She was supposed to go in a few weeks to this new job in Ohio and take Hobie away for basically nine, ten months out of the year. Which he was, uh, which Mitch was okay with. It was when it changed to leaving earlier that that became Yeah, he, well, he was still struggling with it, but yeah. he was okay struggling. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, it got changed to tomorrow instead of in, in a month. And he was like, tomorrow, or four days, and, and I don't, you know, I don't have time to say goodbye. I think he was really just in his heart, just not prepared to well, say goodbye at all. Yeah. I mean, I think, because, and honestly, I was actually curious, before we get to what ends up happening, I was honestly, the whole time, I was like, what is going to happen with Hobie? I was like, because they could easily write it where Hobie ends up staying only in California for the summer, when it's beach season, so he's always involved with all the Baywatch story arcs, right? and then goes away when it's school time, or the winter, and we don't deal with things. Which is what I feel like the plan was. He was going to be back right, he, there for, like, Thanksgiving, he was, Christmas. He was basically supposed to come back for holidays, for his, vaca- like, yeah, his vacations, and summer, yeah. and then be there pretty much for the school but year. But you know, LJ, I, don't, I think you fundamentally misunderstand Baywatch. 
Baywatch is not a show about what happens during the summer. Okay. Baywatch is a way of life, man. Baywatch <laughs> is what happens at that beach, beach year round. That's right? right. I can't wait. I want to watch the episodes where there's, where it's, where it's the middle of like, January and it's cold and no one's there and it's just like they're they're like we're just hanging that's out where you there. get the bottle episodes <laughs> yeah they're just playing Uno at Lifeguard Tower One yeah yeah uh, I mean I know I know fundamentally that there are less lifeguards during the winter but certainly in real life there there aren't no lifeguards in the winter are there I don't know uh, okay. what I know is this I knew this episode was going to be depressing because. We were a quarter of the way through the episode, and there were had been zero montages. We didn't get one until twenty minutes in. So that you know that it's going to be a sad episode when they go montageless for a third of the episode. <laughs> and I think there was only one montage in this one. No, there were. There, well, I don't know which one you're talking about. There for sure was another. There, was there? There okay. was one near the end. Okay, so then there were two. Mm. Mm. Um, it's a shame. Not near the, but like closer to the end, because. Um, but yeah, the whole divorce stuff and the custody stuff is just so down. And how many times they argue and debate about it in front of Hobie? Yeah. And Hobie and then, ends up not okay. running off, but he goes, I'm staying at my friend's yeah, house. He's, he says, I'm going to Craig's house. Like like it's a husband and wife who had a fight, and the husband's like, I'm staying at my brother's tonight. Yeah. Okay, I will say this. This goes back for a few episodes. For, for a few episodes. Anytime Mitch and his wife get in an argument in front of Hobie... She always blames Mitch on why. Well, where did Hobie go? I don't know. You two were fighting, and oh. he probably doesn't want to hear about how you always debate about who has to, who gets to take him and who doesn't. Mm-hmm. He probably just doesn't like that and probably wants to avoid it. So you guys both made him run away. Why are you going to get mad at one of the other ones? Also, every time they get into a fight, it is around Hobie, <laughs> and Hobie leaves, and they just go like, all right. <laughs> and, the, and, the, and then you're right. They go, all right, and then all of a sudden, five hours later, it's like, Pirates. Well, have you have you seen Hobie? No. Well, where is he? I don't know. Remember, we were fight, we were here fighting, and he ran off when this he time, saw us. This time they didn't have to worry about it because they got down to business, nasty. I know, oh. which is even better because then that, then we have to have Hobie go like, but you and Mom had sex last night. <laughs> which I mean, he pretty, I don't know if he says that directly, but he pretty much is like, I thought you guys were getting back together after last night. Those two were super casual, like. Hobie walks in, mom sees mom's a little nervous, but she's like, okay. Yes, Hoff, yes. Hoff walks down the stairs. What's up? He's buttoning up his shirt. He's like, hey, Hobie, what's going on? There was no concern in any of their minds about like, oh, what might no, you think about me, this? And, okay, the mom was so casual that it threw me off. I was like, I was like, hang on, is she, are we back at her house? Like, are we, like, are we at her house and did Mitch, like, did Mitch already leave? Like, cause she's handling it so calmly. I well, I knew like, that, I knew that he was still there because one, he was going to be, but two, Hobie, like, stopped when he, he pulls up on his bike outside and he sees his dad's car and he's, like, looking at the car. He's like, like, they, they yeah. took out, so I was like, oh, Mitch is inside. Yeah, yeah, I would have thought that she would have walked out and been like, oh, Hobie, I was working so late packing boxes that I fell asleep. Like, she would have, like, thrown out something. Or something. Or been like... I mean, I've just been thinking... Or something like, Oh, homie, you're here? What? Shout, shout, hope you hear. So you come out dressed looking like you were coming to help me with something. Yes. Like, that we, we were working She's on... Very, I'm surprised that Hoff didn't come down, like, wrapped in a bed sheet. Like, <laughs> hey, hurry up. Hurry back up here. Wasn't she in his shirt, though? No, she no. was dressed in her own clothes. Because he was buying his own shirt. He was in his. He was in a denim ensemble with like his blue denim shirt. No, and but his her, blue the jeans. shirt that she was wearing was really low. So I thought. I think, no, she was wearing her own stuff. I think you saw what you wanted to see. <laughs> <laughs> 
I was like, dang, Obi-Wan's... Yeah, she was, no, she was fully dressed. No, maybe she was wearing a long shirt, but she was fully dressed. Yeah, she was fully dressed. I just thought she might have been in Mitch's shirt. No, this wasn't a situation where she came down to get some grapes or (laughs) pizza or whatever to get back up and refuel. (laughs) She was ready to get back to packing. Yeah. Um, And then, gosh, we have so much of Mitch crying. I mean, that, honestly, this whole episode is just so... It's really raw, like, depressing. Well, like, they really have, over these episodes that we've seen, Mom, they have really set up Mitch, Dad, as the, like, the level-headed, emotional one who doesn't want the divorce, and he's he's the guy they've made her very shrill. Well, I was yeah. going to say, well, no, because I also felt like they made him look like... I would say what they've done is they made him look very little... Who wants to keep the relationship together? Mm-hmm. But they've also, I think, made him look like he might have been his, like, he just didn't want to mature and grow up either, which is... Oh, yeah, he doesn't clean, he doesn't really have any rules, so they're making him to be, like, bad. He's going to start to clean, because, you know, he and Hobie might want to have some ladies over, (laughs) as we learned in the first or second episode? I don't know, it was about every episode, every episode where where he talks to Hobie about how they're going to get some chicks together. (laughs) Hey, hey, Hobie, why don't, let's go out, let's go find a hot girl and a hot mom. How much do you think... Bring them both back. How how much do you think the character, like, Mitch Buchanan, if he's a real person, let's say Mitch Buchanan's a real person, how much much of his life and the way he thinks was shaped by Jack Tripper and and Larry? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. My swinging bachelor pad, where's my medallion? (laughs) I just, I just, uh, I was like, oh, this is a bad idea when they, when they end up sleeping together. And then when it's like, he got his heart broken, I was like, no! No, she's evil! (laughs) Well, and then you have like the great scene with, uh, uh, Garner. Because I won't call him LRB. With yeah. Garner, Mitch, and Craig. Oh, and they're all like, like talking out, like doing a guy talk. He, yeah, he's like, he's like, man, you can meet. Garner's like, you can meet other girls. He's <laughs> like, oh, they're leaving. Like, you can live the life that you always no. wanted to live now that you're not straddled with a saddle with a son yeah. and a nagging wife like I used to have. But then I go places and I think, oh, would she like this place? Has she ever been there? <laughs> and the no, like, I, I like Craig's this point more of a. We, why would you guys think you're, well, you know, back before you, we started fighting, you guys started fighting right away. Like, pretty much saying, like, your age relationship always sucked. Yeah, well, I mean, before we started fighting really bad. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, I've listened to Craig. Yeah. Like, maybe it's not gonna work out, maybe you guys just happen to be still connected because you spent so much, like, they're still, like, care for each other, but. No, they, yeah, she got, this is the kind of marriage where she got pregnant, so they got married. Yeah, and he's very much the dreamer, it can work out, I could be a different person. I, I live my life on the beach, man. She's more practical. So. Right. And I think they try to show that, except for this episode, they make it look like... Ugh. She's the uncaring one. Well, yeah. then I think she shows she's caring, because I do think that the end, when she says... I don't, I can't tell if she lied or not at the end. So, because... When she, I think she lied. I she, think she tells Mitch that she lied. She says something like, "No, no." But I think I mean when she when she comes in and says when she when she sees Hobie surrounded by all the lifeguards and he's having a good time, like all whatever. I think, um, he. I think she. I wonder if she makes up the fact that oh, I have to travel for the first. I'm eight. pretty sure she does because when she t- tells Hobie and Mitch like, "Oh, I've got to do this." And then she, like, leaves the room, and then Mitch goes, um, follows her out. She then says to him, like, oh, that they don't, 
they're, they're not asking me to do that. I saw Hobie with all those people and I saw how important it is for him to do that. So I came up with this thing. It's basically yeah, what she says. Yeah. At least that was what Which I understood. Right. Her to and say. Then, so okay. So, and I mean, that as soon as as soon as she, as soon as she like walked in or kind of walked into the lifeguard thing, and he was being congratulated for being a hero, I was like, okay, that's why. Well, Hobie's and, and, well and I was like, well, Hobie's still. Well, actually, no, this doesn't matter. I was gonna say, my original thought was, well, Hobie has to say he's in the opening credits. But then I went, Jill's in the opening credits, and I think we're on episode six, and I think she's had four lines in six episodes. And the Aussies, in well, the well, at least the Aussies been had a main story arc in yeah. a few lines. Yeah. I don't think she does anything. Like, I, honestly, I, like how you mentioned, uh, the other week or whatever about Star Trek and how they show characters, even yeah. if they're not in it. I feel like, if anything, that's what she is. Except, except in a show like Star Trek or a sitcom or, you know, a drama where they might, a certain character might not be in it as much, they would still have a, they would have like a scene, even yeah. if their story arc has nothing in it. Her scenes would be them walking in the hall and she comes up next to Craig and goes, Oh, so is Mitch in the office? Yeah, okay. And then she would just go back off up, up the stairs. It's like, well, I guess that makes I, you know, mean credits. I'm fairly confident that on Three's Company, when uh, Suzanne Summers got fired because she was demanding equal pay, mm-hmm. and they fired her, but she still had the contract or whatever, I'm pretty sure that she remained in the opening credits, but did not appear in the show, and then they would just allude to her like in the in the stinger or whatever you call the final scene it'd be like the phone would ring and it'd be janet or jack or somebody and they'd answer and like oh hey christy and they'd have a one-sided conversation <laughs> and uh but i'm pretty sure that she was still in the opening credits even though she did not appear now, in the episodes but they don't even met, like jill has zero story i mean like i could tell you i didn't even see her this episode no but i'm saying like i don't even know her her like because we know, obviously, Mitch is the main character. We know more about Garner. Yeah. We know we know a lot about Craig, his home life, his, the fact he's a lawyer. We know the whole Shawnee and Eddie, like, both of them. Like, Shawnee was sort of a, more of a, like, Eddie was the best lifeguard. Shawnee was, like, barely made as a lifeguard, mm-hmm. you know. And they were having to deal with each other now. We know more about all these other characters. And then we know more about the Aussie as far as he was a cocky little asshole then all of a sudden he started realizing like maybe he needs to learn stuff yeah like we've learned so much about all these other characters and then there's Jill who's in the sign on and I I we don't know nothing I don't she's just a girl I'm maybe we're gonna get like a five episode story arc yeah. about her soon I I, I will s- say <laughs> let me give it up to the writers right now they did tie in two storylines where the robbers Okay, so so the money is finally floating the surface. Oh my god! A speedboat hits it and splashes oh. the money a million dollars in hundred dollar bills across the ocean. Then the money starts washing in, and then we get the mo- a montage: bikini splashing water, money montage. <laughs> there there Cause, we go. Because that was it of all the people running to get money, right? And playing and fighting for money, right? So we get we get and then. The robbers uh, show up and they're like, they're taking our money. And uh, then, because there's so many people in the surf, and of course, a rip current appears out of nowhere. Okay. And the old captain's like, there's 20 people in the rip current. <laughs> and uh, so then they they run out because the old captain is there and he's with the two young ones. They call in support and then they're like, we got to fish these people out of the water. And, that, and so that's how they tie in the robbers and their money. And the old captain with the two rookies 
and, and tie those two lines together. Right. But, I mean, they did... Right. And they did a fair fine job. I mean, that's what I mean. Honestly, if you took out the robbers being so annoying... Mm-hmm. Other than Mitch and the divorce and the custody battle stuff being so down... Yeah. If, if the robbers were less slapsticky, because most of our bad guys have not been that silly. Yeah. If they were a little more like the other bad guys, it would have felt much more of like a Baywatch episode. Of yeah. They're trying to figure out how to get the money. All of a sudden that goes everywhere. Yeah. But then we do have a funny ending where they try to go into the lifeguard base to get the money. Mm-hmm. And they dress up as lifeguards. Well, I'll, I'll tell you in the... And new- then somehow Captain Thorpe... Knows right away and puts heavy weights on them in the weight room. Yeah, I, I'm gonna say it looks like the next episode. Jill, Jill is a. We will be reading the episode description. You'll be reading it, and Jill's name will be in the episode. Oh, description. Right. yes. But good. then she doesn't show up in the episode description again until episode like twelve or thirteen. Okay. Good. Wow. Okay. So she's. A- Do you know what? The problem is, is like Hoff is cool. Craig is the most level-headed, normal person on the lifeguard staff, so they need him at times. Yeah. And then, well, Eddie and Shawnee are the hot ones. Yeah. So you need them to have attention. And The hot is well, hot? What? Here, here's, here, in episode one, I thought I'd remember reading this in on Hulu. Uh-huh. Do you read the episode description from IMDb or Hulu? IMDb, because Hulu, uh, unless someone out there knows, I don't know what to how to find the full description, because if it gets cut off, I can't hit anything, click or... Are you using a phone or a mobile device? Or are you using... I, if I use my desktop or my, my laptop or my smart TV, mm-hmm. I still can't get it to read the full descriptions. Weird. Now, I don't remember you reading this, but in episode two, in the, the IMDb description, because I thought I'd remembered seeing this, Hobie must decide whether or not to report his friends responsible for a deadly accident to the beach cop Garner. Remember that was where the two... Old, he was hanging out with those two older jet right. ski guys. Um, Craig and his wife Gina offer Eddie to temporarily stay with them, mm-hmm. but then the third sentence, and I don't remember you reading this, but maybe oh, is Jill, dealing Jill is with... both drawn to and repulsed by Trevor. Right, and so I think that's the thing. I wonder if her story arc is connected to Trevor, and so anytime Trevor's not in it, she won't be. Like, Trevor's the opposite. Yeah, okay. and my, I wouldn't be surprised at all if when Trevor in, in next episode or two episodes from now, when Trevor, I'm I'm waiting for Trevor to decide to become a. That's uh, in two a, episodes. A state lifeguard. That's in two episodes. I won't be surprised at all if Jill becomes a bigger character in that one because she yeah. would be the one who because because her tower is right next to yeah. that private beach area or whatever. Yeah. I can tell you that in that episode, she, her name does not show up in the episode, the plot description at all. Mm. But she shows up in the next one. Yeah, but, but I mean, like in some of these plot descriptions recently, Craig's name hasn't shown up, but yet right. he still plays roles in yeah. these stories. Yeah. So we'll, we'll just see. But yeah, episode uh, twelve is the is or I guess it'll be thirteen. Jill teams up with Trevor to win a beach volleyball tournament, but all she really wants to do is beat her ex's team, no matter what. <laughs> no, that's a one I could enjoy. Uh, and Eddie, Eddie and Shawnee try to rescue a child trapped in a crashed armored car that's about to fall into the sea. <laughs> that is the actual. Plot description of episode twelve. I can't wait till episode, guys. Just but it's technically episode. episode it's technically episode thirteen because they don't count that movie as episode I know. one. Gotcha. But it's called Armored de- Car. De- depending on what, depending on where you get your list from, depends on what they count as episodes one yeah. and what ones they don't. So, yeah. anyways, um, no, it's 
Yeah, this episode was just fine. It was down. I'm glad Hobie's staying, I guess. Yeah. They really made the wife look like a biatch in this oh, one. Oh, man. Because in my, in my mind, I was just going, okay, you're going through a divorce in custody. And you, you can't. Since you guys are already stationed here, and he the kid the kid already lives here. This mm-hmm. is where he's grown up. You couldn't find a job that at least that was just maybe only a hundred miles away, yeah. fifty miles away. You couldn't find something that oh, wasn't. Ohio. Listen, this is a woman in the eighties. You think that she ha- they had the opportunity right. to move up the corporate ladder like this? No. Yeah. Like I was just like, this is the job that she's been at, and then they're moving her. So if she wants that promotion and she wants to move up in the ranks. Yeah. Doesn't sound like anybody else was like calling her up and going like, we want you to run our chicken restaurants or whatever it was. Restaurant consultant. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder, I wonder now if Mitch is angry, he, he doesn't go to any restaurants that she approves of and only eats at other restaurants. Well, I, I felt, yeah. Like it's like, ugh. Wasn't the restaurant that he and Garner and Craig were at the same one that he saw her at where she was eating the bad food when he like showed up? When he first walked up to one restaurant, oh, the one that she was evaluating, I was like, is he in a different part of town? Is Baywatch moving inland for this well, part of the Also, class? is, she works for a company, right? Yeah. For yeah. their restaurants. <laughs> but this, that, that comment seemed to be like, she's the, a food inspector just in general, like, cause she's eating at this restaurant, and it seemed to be she was evaluating this restaurant, but she works for an actual company. No, I think she works as a, I think she works for an actual company, and she's a paid consultant. So she works for something like, not Arthur Anderson. Um, uh, I can't think of the big consultant names right now. But but she works for a consultant. Yep. And they, and so they sell their services out to like you know Taco Bell or, or oh some okay. Other so places. she was on a contract with Taco Bell or whatever. Yeah. Through her vis a vis her company. Yeah. Okay. But, so if that's the case. Would like Mitch never eat at Taco Bell? What's weird is they said, oh, Colonel Clux is more important than us. But Colonel, she can't be a consultant for Colonel Clux because that's like saying, I'm a restaurant consultant for McDonald's. They don't need restaurant consultants. Well, they also like, seem to be, well, well no, because I think that they're, because well, she's going around to, she's going to be traveling around to, like, it seemed like evaluate a bunch of stores and give notes and say, like, uh, of Colonel Cl- of the Colonel Clucks franchise right. to go, like, oh, you need to be doing this, that, or the other. This is how you can fix this. Right. But I understand Mitch's point of view, too, where it's like, so your job's more, you moving up the ladder's more important than keeping our family. Even if they're divorced, just somewhat together. Yeah. Like, like you can't, like, because, I mean, I, I would understand if, if they didn't already live in Southern California... But given that this is where they've lived, this is where Hobie grew up, you would think that she would at least stay in her position for now until they figure out some, you know. Yeah, yeah but I mean. But that wouldn't write her as so cartoonishly evil. And, and it would write her out of the show eventually because, I mean, eventually. Well, because well, she's not a main character, so eventually yeah. it makes it easy for her to leave and then come back only once or twice a season. But, I mean. Type of thing. Mitch could have left the beach and gone and be like, okay, you're moving to Ohio. I can go there. I can be a private investigator or a cop or whatever or because anything. I'm able to solve crime. Yeah. Um, you know, it's, Or an MMA fighter. Right. May, or, may, or maybe become a lifeguard of uh, the Great Lakes. Yeah. yeah. Also, I feel like it's not that uncommon for a couple to divorce and then the one who's going to be the custodial parent has to move and take the kid, you know. I just think it's weird that she had to move so 
far. I mean, if they were married and she was like, I got this job and we've got to go to Ohio, you wouldn't be going like, well, this is where Hobie grow up, grew up, so let's stay where Hobie grew up. You'd just be yeah. like, alright, this is where we're going. You know? Right, but that's not the case, and I think... Now, it's the 80s, so she'd win in court because they were very temperamental towards mothers. But I think he, if he had a good lawyer, she would have a hard time saying, no, clearly my son needs to move both from his home state and from his father to live with me 10 months out of the year and see his dad just for summers and, you know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Kids move all the time. Parents take their kids. They don't go like, oh, this is where he grew up. So, it, I mean, it just happens. But it's not he wasn't young, though. So oh. he would have, it would have been all his friends and everything. And Happens all the time. But what's the justification for the courts to see it her way? Oh, that's, yeah. yeah that, 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 no, that's, that's all I'm arguing. I, well, yeah. I don't know, I don't know when, because I don't do child custody stuff, so I don't know in a, in, in a situation where it's a child custody, um, fight, uh, that, you know, what they consider with respect to the child, right? Like, right. um, you know, is, is, Remaining at his school with the friends he grew up with is that going to be the more important thing? Then is, what? The, what? What does Ohio offer? I mean, I don't know. Well, I've no, never no, been no, Ohio. No, he no, found no. a bunch of stuff. No, no I guess no, no, no. But it's more of the question of in California, he has where he grew up and his friends and his dad. Ohio has his mom and a brand new place type of thing. Where one is. Where he feels comfortable and one parent already. Yeah, if dad was uh, on drugs, if dad was between right. jobs, if if all he could say was, well, I'm where Hobie grew up. Yes, sir, but you're homeless and you do have an unstable environment. Mom is taking him to a place where he is unfamiliar, but she will provide a stable home. Right. They're both offering stable homes and one has the advantage of... He's lived here for 15, 13 years, 12 years, 10 his years. His friends are here, his community's here. His That's what I'm saying. Here. I don't know, I don't know what the courts consider in terms of like, the, these are all of the factors we look at in determining if, who the child's gonna go with. Yeah, I can't see her, her side offering anything of value. Right. Yeah. Anyways, this is getting touchy for Dave. I don't like this anymore. <laughs> Let me tell you! <laughs> well, you've got, he, I mean, it's a bachelor dad who's just, his main concern is getting him and his 12-year-old son laid. Hey, she's a bachelor mom. Whatever that means. Bachelorette. That's, that's the, yeah. the bachelor he, You know, his his whole goal is like to get get that dick wet. <laughs> and he, he's very good at it because he even got his ex. He's like, he's like, for now, I'm just going to have to go in the water if you want to get that dick wet. <laughs> I was really hoping he would like he. I, I this is obviously my own prejudice, but I was like, I was like, hit it, and then just say you mean nothing to me, and I just did that because I could. And then, he, and then he was all weepy. I'm an idiot. That's not how you do it. Instead, he just cries. All, and instead, she did it. Like, well, we never really get back together. That was just a nice way of ending it. Yeah, I was like cold hearted. Why he's like. He's like what? Why we do that then? <laughs> I thought we we loved each other. I thought this too. was a be- I thought this was a beginning. I thought it was an end. <laughs> I thought we could end as friends. I was like, oh yes, I often screw my friends. Friends with benefits, bro. <laughs> yeah, those, no, it's not always works out great for everyone. It was friends a nice benefits. way to end it. And by the way, he he gave her back her. He like replaced her like porcelain whatever that was. She never replaced. She his- gave him his son. That's true, but she didn't replace his hat. Yeah. Or whatever it was. Oh. Anyways. 
Well, I'm giving lifeguard of the week if we're done. I'm giving yeah, lifeguard of the week to the suitcase. <laughs> oh, fuck that suitcase. That suitcase, that suitcase played the part of the mod. You know how in like the old, like, uh, old movies or whatever, or like soap operas would be like, Playing the part of Bill today is da, da, da. well. Playing the part of the montage this week is the suitcase, right? Because because I was to say they showed that suitcase just floating there at least four or five, and then times, but then yeah. it was being attacked by like birds, and then, then it had like bird- poop all over yeah. it, and then it was hit by a then it was hit by a uh, a boat, and then that caused a bunch of people to go into a riptide to yeah. like snag a twenty. Yeah, um, my my. And why was there not more violence, by the way? People should have been punching each other to get that A million dollars? They were all so playful with getting the money from the other I'll take it from you! I was like, I just pulled a thousand dollars out of your hand. I'm going to replace that with a fist and pull another thousand. (laughs) Yeah. Um, My most of the lifeguard is Captain Thorpe because he gave the history of flotation devices, which Ah. is very important for all of us to know. Yeah. Uh, Lifeguard of the week was the mom... Because she made me curse very loudly for so long and so violently that I was, like, embarrassed for the cars around me as I was watching it uh, in my car. While you're driving? No, what? No, who would do that? But if I were, (laughs) I was curious. You know what my brother does when he drives home from Arizona? Like, when he goes to visit my parents in Arizona and then he's driving back? Yeah. He, like, he'll have whatever on his iPad, like, downloaded. Yeah. uh, And then he, like, he'll close it. But he'll be playing just the sound through his earbuds. Yeah. And he just, like, listens to whatever the movie is. Yeah. Through his earbuds. So he'll listen to, like, playing Train Zombies or Die Hard and not watch it, but yeah. just listen to it. Yeah, I mostly just listen to it because it's not like I need to watch. I, I think the I think the episode would say that Hobie was Lifeguard of the Week because he made it into the newspaper. And right, because he saved that drowning Even though he girl. did it against regulations, which is a very, like, Baywatch way to go about <laughs> Go against those yeah, regulations. Very what regulation is to jump off a helicopter and yeah. punch them? That's what I'm saying. Like, well, that, that he didn't use safety means... equipment and Mitch jumps off. Well, he well, doesn't jump off helicopters. He steps off them. <laughs> it's because Mitch, Mitch actually is in charge of regula- regulations. All he does is erase it and just fix whatever he's going to yeah. do. Lifeguards should step off helicopters yeah. onto moving boats. I, I forgot that he was in the mayor's council and he writes the laws for the city of uh, Baywatch. And also we should say that Captain Thorpe's a real turd for having, for like chastising Eddie for not uh, writing, reporting him. He's like, you report me, you report everybody. Yeah. You be a snitch. Takashi69. <laughs> yeah, I still don't understand how Thorpe in this episode was totally okay with him doing all this stuff. Yeah, in the pilot episode, made Mitch fire his best friend because he was getting too old. Yeah. Because like, Thorpe only wanted to do it for like a week. Well, so did Thorpe, how long was Thorpe, did Thorpe want to do it for? I thought it was just like a week. One week. Okay. Yeah. And I think he was, because he was going to be on with two rookies, he was probably counting on them to do most of the... Singing. And he could just sort of just bug them. And he could just, like, talk to them about the history of flotation devices. <laughs> and the history of the tower. And be a real cock block to Eddie. Yeah. yeah. Poor Eddie. If only he had some girl he was working with that he'll be boning in a few By episodes. Way, it would have been really awesome if Thorpe, at the end of the episode, was, like, walking out with his arm around that blonde girl who Eddie was helping. <laughs> Let me tell you about flotation devices. I see you got a couple. <laughs> Back in my day, we used sheepskin, but I'm going to show you what a rubber is. Uh, (laughs) Anyways, I'm done. Yep. Well, uh, like and subscribe.
Yep, follow us on all our social medias. Uh, we won't tell you what they are, but rate us also. <laughs> yeah, on, on all our things you can rate us on. Awesome a pod? Awesome a podcast. What's the name of our Twitter? Awesome a pod or awesome a podcast? I don't know yet. Okay. I'll look it up. <laughs> don't we have a website too? We have a Facebook. Oh, oh we have a Facebook. Yeah, well, I don't know. Websites, who cares about websites realistically? And, uh, it's all about social media. I hope next week we have Slaz back. Yeah. Maybe. Oh yeah, we didn't announce. If you didn't notice, there's only three voices for the last two weeks. Slazos has taken two weeks off for He's, Lord knows what reason. Because uh, Jill's not in the episodes. That's what he, he only does episodes that Trevor and Jill are. That's in. right. <laughs> he actually gave me a list of the episodes he's going to do. It's like I'll do episode six, I'll do episode twelve, I'll do episode seven because tre- it's about Trevor joining the lifeguard. Yeah, like having to go through lifeguard school. So we're only going to see a few more. Yeah. Anyways. Alright, until next week. Bye. Later.